today's show, we're going to talk about the biggest mistakes people make when hiring a lawyer. My name is Monica Reyes, and I'm here with Lisa Ehrenreich, my partner in crime. Uh, we're both um, attorneys at RK Lager Group for business owners as well. Last week, we spoke about uh, some of the life lessons that we learned, um, some of the important things to keep in mind when starting a business. Do you want to give us a quick little recap? Absolutely. And I think um, it's, well, I just, I just, we did, we went over really important things that we learned on both, you know, um, personally, as well as uh, items that we've, you know, professionally. And um, I tell you, we had a great show, but I will say we had, we could probably talk for four days and and not even (laughs) be like anywhere near of like all the information and hopefully, you know, great advice and insight that we can give to people. Um, but it was it was a great show. Um, we really w- talked about some of the things we talked about was like yeah. staying in the moment, enjoying the journey, keep the end goal in sight, the importance of having a business coach. Um, exactly about um, how important it is, um, like to take care of yourself personally because everything rolls over and affects you. You know, your personal life does affect like your business life. So just making sure there's balance with that. Um, basically, the power of attitude as well. We spoke about that mm-hmm. um, about having like a can't do attitude about um, creating your story and how you relate to your story um we just we went over a lot of things we did it was a great show you guys uh if you can tune in um if you didn't it's okay you're here with us tonight um so so tonight we have uh our beautiful managing attorney andrea stewart um to help us tell you guys uh some of the things that uh, you should keep in mind when hiring and working with a lawyer uh we're going to go over how important that fee retainer is is it important is it not um some of the things that you can protect yourself from from uh, getting into a legal scam and then some secrets to keeping that legal fee down so um I guess we can just, uh, maybe we can just go into um, talking a little bit for those of you that are just now tuning in into who we are. Um, So you want to maybe, Lisa, what what are some of the things, uh, why do you like owning RKE Law Group? Oh, that's a loaded question. I love it. <laughs> um, for myself, um, and, I, and I and I touched on this briefly in our in our last show as well. But for me, I I just I love um, the the biggest thing is just um, like I said, it's basically it's a time it's a time flexibility um, for your life, but it's also being able to take an idea or just to to dream up something. And as as we spoke about last time, um, we do own a law firm and we are attorneys, but we are absolutely businesswomen as well, empowered businesswomen. And um, for me, I, I absolutely love learning about business um, and just being able to take, um, just learning you know, about business and then taking, building an idea, giving it legs and having it grow. And yeah. like, there's no end, there's, there's no end to it. There's, yeah, opportunities the sky is the limit. The, limit. I, the I sky is the limit. And I just, I love it. Yeah, I agree. I love that as well. Um, I really love owning a business. I love that I can spend time with my baby and my fiance. I love that I can do the things that I love. Um, why don't you, uh, maybe just to get to know who you are, what, what are you passionate about? Uh, myself, well, I'm, I'm very, very passionate. Um, the one thing that comes to my head is uh, the environment. I'm very, I'm, I actually went to law school to practice in environmental law and do like nonprofit work. In the South Florida area, it's, it's um, not the most friendly for, I wouldn't say environmental nonprofits. I, I did some research on it. Um, but my goal is to change that. So Great. that's something that I'm, that's a future goal I'm mm-hmm. setting for myself. I'm very, very passionate about that. I'm also passionate about learning. I'm uh, passionate about, um, I love outdoors, taking care of myself, 
or whatnot. And how about yourself, Monica? Well, um, bouncing off of that, the beauty of owning a business is that you um, you can do all of that. You have this platform now, so you, you you build this business that hopefully will be able to sustain you um, to be able to help sustain the environment. Um, my passion, uh, my passion, hmm, I think, you know what, there's this actually, I just learned this new term called multi-potential light. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but it's Never. basically somebody that's a multi-passionate, which I'm wondering like because I'm I, I went like a couple years ago I was like all right I need to find out what I'm passionate about and then I realized I'm passionate about a lot of things so and there's actually a term for that so I'm a multi-potentialite I'm passionate about a bunch of different things which is okay um so I that's why I play guitar I I do yoga I'm a mother I love reading I love learning I mean I you know I was like in five different sports when I was in high school my <laughs> swimming coach was like you got to choose one I'm like come on and I'm good at all of them, you know. So, um, but it's so important to be passionate, um, and we're going to be talking about a lot of those different types of things and um, d- during our show. But uh, for right now, um, why don't you guys tune back, tune back in uh, while we take a break? Um, sound advice on Own Your Power Radio. We'll see you in a few. Are you sick and tired of getting stains, smudges, or spots on your dining room chairs? Well, I came across a genius product that was created just for you. And moms out there, I know you're going to love this. It's called Easy Chair Cover, and it's for your dining room chairs. And it's about time. It's a universal problem for every family that sits at the dining room table to eat, and then they hear, oh my God, something spilled. Everybody starts to freak out, but now you don't have to worry. I have your solution, and this is a product that is washable, stretched to fit, no stapling, no hammering, and it's easy to install. And what's even better, it comes in different colors to help you redecorate. It's really a no-brainer. Your chairs will look brand new, and you want to find out more, all you have to do is go to easychaircover.com. That's the letters E and Z, chaircover.com, and you can purchase your first set starting at $19. That's easychaircover.com. Make sure you tell them, own your power sent you. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Enroll today in Own Your Power Communications' groundbreaking course, Eight Weeks to CEO. This powerful eight-week program is based on Simone Kelly's book, Jack of All Trades, Master of None, and features her private coaching, which will keep you focused on a progressive transformation of your business. If you're ready to fire your boss, an entrepreneur at heart, a business owner, and or overwhelmed with your business, You'll benefit tremendously when you sign up for this personalized business development program. It will give you the knowledge, tools, insight, and confidence to lead your company and create extraordinary results. Eight Weeks to CEO. Enroll today for one-on-one or online classes. For more information, call 877-545-7352. That's 877-545-7352. You're only eight weeks away from becoming a CEO. Thanks. 
With us today, we have our beautiful and talented managing attorney at our law firm, RK Law Group. My name is Andrea Stewart. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Monica. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me, you and Lisa. Really ready to talk and uh, see if we can give some good advice to our listeners out there. Some sound advice. Some sound, sound advice. <laughs> well, um, you know, you're basically, you're in the trenches. You work, you're, you know, because... Um, Lisa and I right now, we've been kind of working on the business. We're in this pivot right now of sort of, you know, growing the business right now. So so Andrea, she's basically running the show in the legal department, in our many legal departments. Um, so can you tell us, um, what are some of the top mistakes that people make when they hire an attorney? Anything that you can tell our listeners? Or that in your experience, you, yeah. whenever you're yeah. after speaking with clients. And right, they say, right. Well, I think a lot of times, anytime you're making a really big decision about anything, you, you probably want to start with your, your inner circle. You want to start um, by asking your family members, your friends, acquaintances, you know, some of their experiences with dealing with attorneys, and, and perhaps they have an attorney for the area that you're looking for, um, and they can be of a big, big help. I think that's really important because you can always look at the law. The law is going to be there. It's going to be somewhat, you know, never black and white, but it's going to be the law. But um, the most important thing in a client uh, attorney relationship is that actual relationship. You know, are they going, are, can you get along with this person? Um, are they going to be on the same kind of, you know, page that you're on, wavelength? Are they going to be able to give you the information in a way that you understand? Um, you know, what, what are those, uh, you know, what are the dynamics in the relationship? Because the law is going to be pretty clear and, and pretty straightforward, and you, you'll have different attorneys who may take legal, uh, different legal views, but that relationship is is huge. I think people forget that. Mm -hmm. You know, I know, I know, um, I, before I became an attorney, I, I, I'm even then, you know, even just, I mean, it's just so incredibly important. I think that's probably the top piece of advice um, mm -hmm. because you forget that it's a relationship that you're going to be working with this one. And, you know, with some, some t cases like a personal injury, like a car accident, something like that, you're going to be working with that person for a year, maybe. Maybe, maybe years. Yeah. I mean, we're talking years. And what if you hate, what if you hate your attorney? Exactly. Like, exactly. Personalities have a lot to do That's with it. Huge. Um, you can figure those, some of those things out in maybe the initial consult. Um, but absolutely, you have the right to have someone, you, you, you just said, you know, it's going to be a long period of time. So you have the right to have someone that you get a Along with you know, mm -hmm. and maybe has the same values that you have that are aligned with your values. And unfortunately, in the legal industry, which is actually something that we're we're, we're trying to change, um, there are some dishonest um, attorneys, like just like in any sort of field, um, right, right. dishonest attorneys, or maybe might not work as hard as you you know you, or maybe um, not as ethical, or mm -hmm. maybe not even nice, <laughs> you know. But um, it's important, and I it's important to shop around. It is, and, and I think there's one thing that. Just to, 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 to touch on is that it's almost I almost look at an attorney relationship similar to a doctor relationship. I don't want to be bouncing around from doctor to doctor no. to doctor to doctor unless there's you know something very very specific. Right, I want right. to have a nice you know nice uh, family practitioner, I guess you would say. Right. And I think one thing um, that a lot of other attorneys forget is that you really want to build a relationship. And you want that client to come to you as long as you're able to provide the service, or even if you don't actually provide the service, to be able to refer them to somebody. But you want to always, you want to form a relationship with this person that hopefully lasts a lifetime mm -hmm. and not just a case. Exactly. Well, the, the thing is, and if a person is coming and they're looking for an attorney, you're talking about some really personal um, information that's going to be divulged. Um, you're going to really have to be able to talk to them and not just, you know, in a black and white um, textbook manner, but really, you know, are you comfortable, you know, telling people some the really personal 
personal, exactly. A lot of confidential stuff, too. A lot of confidential things out there. So you really have to um, respect the fact that it's going to be a relationship. I think that's such a great point because now what just pops in my head, because when you're divulging and, you know, know, and telling somebody this, if you don't feel comfortable saying something, Mm -hmm. you may end up holding back, which may end up hurting your case. So it is very important to have somebody that you can be honest with and be okay to face those fears with. That's some of the advice that I've read when you're looking for a doctor, just like Lisa, you know, made that analogy. When you're looking for a doctor, if you're unable to really talk about some of the things that are really going on with you, the doctor may misdiagnose you. And so you may be getting medications or, or you're, you're, you're talking about symptoms or not talking about symptoms that could make all the difference in your well-being and your health. The same thing I can see happening, you know, in a legal manner, in the legal relationship. If you don't tell me everything, if you feel like I'm not, uh, you're unable to talk to me um, and, and to really to just disclose everything that, you know, is about that issue, um, then we may not be able to do all of the things that the legal, that the law allows us to do in your case to be able to represent you to the fullest. I got to tell you, that's one of the things I love about working at RKE uh, Law Group is that we're not just your ordinary law group. Um, the partners, you all, Monica and Lisa and Alex, um, who's not here right now, have really made it a point and an effort to uh, make sure that the women, because um, we're um, pretty much all women with the exception of two men, um, but that we're happy people. Um, about our personal lives, um, that we enjoy coming to work, that we come from that place so that when we're helping our clients, when, when you meet us, you're going to find some pretty dynamic women who, who are there to listen to you really about trying to help you. Um, it's not all just, you know, what the law is. You know, that can be very stale and feel, you know, like who, who wants to tell your personal business to a really stale, you know, law firm or well, and I, and I think, honestly, just bouncing off that, I think that there's such a like a prevalent view just in society as a whole and in our culture that attorneys tend to be um, very, I, I hate to use this word because we all are attorneys, but <laughs> they can be like stuffy and boring and they really don't care about you and they're they're there to, to, to bill you by the hour. Exactly. <laughs> and they want to bill as many hours as they can at a very high rate because that benefits them. And mm-hmm. um, I really think, and, and thank you for pointing that out, but that's one thing I really feel that our law firm differentiates us from other law firms mm-hmm. is that we really we really do care about like taking care of our clients. And like I said, we aren't here to have a short one-case client. Like We're mm-hmm. here to really... You know, to have like a like a lifetime relationship with somebody, and you don't do that by being stuffy, boring, and not caring about somebody. And not caring it is true. And just to, to um, I just wanted to catch everybody up, um, all you listeners out there. Um, so, in case you didn't know, we're RK Law Group. Um, I have the, um, we do estate planning, uh, family law, bankruptcy. We do do foreclosure defense. Um, <clears throat> And we also um, help like help business owners that are with like contracts and mm-hmm. um, if, if people are out there that are just like starting like their own business formation, they have an idea. This is um, this is an area that we also um, help people with as well. Right. And then um, again, like we also again in, in creating the relationship that if there if there's an area that we that we work in that we aren't able to help somebody, we think it's very important that we can take you know still come to you know or if it's not like us like your attorney and you should be able to go to them and they should be able to refer you to somebody to someone exactly sure because it's a, it is there are it's very overwhelming there are a lot of attorneys that 
honestly, the legal industry is very saturated right now. Um, so there are a, a lot of attorneys, not necessarily um, all good. Some of them great, you know. So so you, it is important to go to your attorney if um, you know, and like with us, like that's what we do. We we kind of help you, um, um, you know, get through that whole minefield. You know, finding the right attorney for you. We have no right. problem doing that, obviously, free of charge, because it's about the relationship and we care about you. Right. And and just and, and with that as well. Um, and and whenever you're trying, whenever like again, a top mistake is. I think it's so important. You should be able to go to like an attorney, even if they can't, um, even if they're like referring you to somebody else, because it is so important. And just going to the Florida bar and like doing research, somebody mm-hmm. can never have a complaint filed against them mm-hmm. on the Florida bar, but they can be the laziest attorney and mm-hmm. maybe they just got lucky. Maybe they messed some things up and they mm-hmm. just, they were lucky and nobody ever filed a complaint against them. Mm-hmm. So I think that word of mouth and especially word of mouth um, and asking people in the actual legal community, not just your friends. I mean, if your friends had a great experience, like with their attorney, fantastic. But maybe actually having like your friend ask their attorney and say, hey, because I will. Exactly. exactly. Because there are, I mean, the, the legal community is, is it's very, very big. It's, it is saturated. I think there's like 90,000 lawyers in Florida right now. Wow. Which is a huge <laughs> amount of lawyers. But it's small. <laughs> but, but, it's, it's but, small. but at the same time, though, it's small. Right. So um, I really think that a, a a great tip for for our listeners out there is that you know ask your attorney or ask your friend's attorney who they recommend yeah what, what i always do when whenever now whenever i hire anyone is i immediately just google the owner you know right. google the owner google the, the the law firm google the attorney do they look legitimate you know um ask for references mm-hmm. you know is there anything online that looks like it could be a scam mm-hmm. um you know just do your research also because if they're they've done something there, it's possible that there might be something out there. I, although I did have a client once, and actually a couple clients, who um, who came to me after they were, you know, kind of burnt by an attorney, the same attorney, um, and they had some major reputation management out there. So you couldn't find a thing on Google or uh, anywhere on the mm-hmm. internet, um, you know, about this person. So, but word of mouth um, is in the important. BBB too. Right? Yes, if, exactly. if they're with the BBB, that's great. Yeah. You can go and um, cause, because people will file complaints with the BBB and like you can see how they responded and check their ratings mm-hmm. and I think it's another really valuable tip. Really good way and, and that's what we're uh, also talking about in, in that, that first initial consult. You know, don't be afraid to trust your own gut because these are things that don't show up on Google. It's not going to show up at the Florida Bar about how people are actually dealing with you. What kind of lawyer are you dealing with? Are they lazy? Are they, you know, really um, on, on the case? Do they return calls? Those things aren't going to show up on Google. That's true. You know? So you have to go and you have to sit and um, once you get a list of people that you know you want to try out, like you said, Monica, shop around. You know, I, I will say this is somewhat of a hard subject for me because I, I find that um, my opinion is that most attorneys, most attorneys are are, are hardworking, uh, dedicated, diligent. Um, you know, they've gone to, they've done a lot of school. They put in a lot of work. Um, I just don't think it makes a lot of sense for people to put in that much work and then turn out to, you know, not be, you know, good at it. So I really think that uh, attorneys get a bad rep in the first part that, um, you know, that there are a lot of unethical uh, attorneys. And what that comes from and stems from is just the fact that, you know, it just takes a little one little uh, thing. One little thing. You know, I just a few you. bad it does apples. kind of bother me too, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, and I, what I was going to say also is it, not even just the un... And, you know, I think maybe what I was thinking about um, is maybe that if an attorney might be lazy, maybe the, the attorney was a hardworking attorney at some point, mm-hmm. but it's possible that maybe they just... 
burned out, burned mm-hmm. out, or mm-hmm. maybe lost passion. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what um, why we're different, I would say, because exactly. not only do we do the legal work, but we also sort of we you know because like if you tune into our last show, we talked about um, finding your flow and finding your strengths and who are you because you know um, there might be I mean like for me I love I love the law. Mm-hmm. But that's not my strength. Is not necessarily the law. It's injustice. Injustice. I love. I love kind of problem solving that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I try to find ways in my everyday legal work or you know business life to bring that passion out, so that I'm a more positive person. I'm a happier person. I'm more willing to help others and serve others because I'm loving what I do. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this could be something, and that's what we're trying to 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 really change. Is you know to to have those have lawyers love their job again i know that i've i've, I've even met lawyers that are no longer lawyers but i love being a lawyer and i and i think it has a lot to do with that well and i and i think also with that um is that i, I think you nailed it on the head whenever you said they lost their passion because a lot of a lot of attorneys um you know people are going to them whenever in an er situation right where you know, things stuff has hit the fan, and there's a pain point. There's an emergency. There's a dear God, you know, attorney. Reactive. Mm-hmm. This is very reactive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as, as an attorney, I almost kind of um, envision it being like a like a doctor, like an ER doctor. And after a while, dealing with that years and years, and people, are, I mean, it's, it, it can be very, very right. stressful, and it can be have very, very negative. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think after dealing with that with for years and years, and litigation right. of, in and of itself is adversarial. Yes. Well, and it also creates stress in the entire relationship. It creates stress in the client's life, which is also something that we're trying to change. We're trying to make the legal, the whole, the you know, all of it more of a proactive. You know, mm-hmm. we're seeing instead of getting into that ER department, we want legal checkups. We think that, you know, you you should, they're like in your business scenario, for instance, you know, it's important to plan instead of waiting for something to happen. Why don't we put things in place today, make it part of the right. process, make it part of the journey so that when, you know, that you're probably, you know, things aren't likely to happen um, if we can't help it, you know, if we can put in that foresight or whatever. Sort of like preventative medicine. I'm just loving this uh, medical metaphor. We're working. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I tell you, I think, I think though that in taking like a, a that in taking a, um, you know, a preventative, proactive approach mm-hmm. that there might be long term, like if other attorneys catch on to this, there might be more of like a a return of the passion for the field right because i myself do love the law but i will say it does after you know the dealing with you know the difficult stressful problems day in day out and litigation which is adversarial it can it can wear them it can I, wear, be i think you're right i think over time that anything can become you know people can anything. tend to be a bit jaded um what i love about um the partners you all at rke law group is that you you recognize that we are working within the problem and that we take care of the people that work there, that, that it's so important. This is what we're talking about, the relationship and people building up the, the people who work for you. When you come to the law office, you're going to find happy people there who recognize that you're going through a really hard time and they want to be as positive as they can, even within this problem, you know. Um, and, and like I said, the law can be the law and it's going to be somewhat straightforward. I came from another firm where the attorney there, the owner of the firm, is one of the top-rated AV attorneys, very smart man, knew all about the law, um, and was just um, almost brilliant um, in his way, uh, new way of thinking and how to uh, analyze different legal issues. And I really appreciated learning that from him. What was absolutely missing and that didn't make that a really good place for me to work, and in turn, I might not have been able to give the best to our clients, was that that, that passion wasn't there. There was no association with the law to the actual people that you're helping. There was like this disconnect of, 
let's just do the law. Let's just let's just um, do the work. Let's just do the work. And and you know, people are calling. They're talking about, but how is this impacting me? And there was like this disconnect of of the law and the actual people mm-hmm. who were coming to us for that. You I know. think, and I think that is sort of maybe seeing a law firm as like as the law firm as sort of this like production of mm-hmm. legal services versus seeing it as a business where you have a consumer, where you have a client, exactly. where their needs need to be met, where there's this relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, and I've, I've worked with a couple other firms myself. Luckily one, my first firm was, uh, you know, taught me well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but yeah, that, I, I, that problem is, is very prevalent. Um, so I guess uh, we have a little bit of time before our break. Why don't we go into um, a couple other things? How about, okay, so you know that fee agreement that you get that's called oh, a fee no. retainer? <laughs> no. Usually five to ten pages long. That you probably didn't Sometimes read. Sometimes 15 or 20. <laughs> that you didn't read, oh. maybe by design. Uh-uh. <laughs> or that you initialed every page and you, you know, you yes. really. <laughs> How important is that document, you guys? It is darn important. <laughs> It's about everything uh, that's going to happen in that relationship. It's going to outline exactly what what, what you can expect, um, what you what you're going to be legally responsible for. Those fees are included in there, but also what what type of work is the attorney going to be providing, and are there any explicit promises um, within that document or anything? And and so a lot of times people can. Um, did I kick that? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, a lot of people can look to their uh, their fee. Um, agreement and recognize and, and learn all of the things that um, are inclusive in the attorney-client relationship. Yeah. What he, what this attorney may or may not do. I, have you seen retainers where um, they specifically says, you know, I will not do that. If seen retainers that says, I will only do that, or I will only do that if. Um, I've even seen retainers, I think I've even seen a bankruptcy retainer where, um, where uh, you know, you know how you have to list all of your unsecured debt, which is like your credit cards and so forth. That's what you're trying to get rid of when you file a bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. So if you have a certain amount of it, they can charge you a percentage of that on top of whatever you're paying. I mean, it's crazy. Some of the things that I've seen and, you know, so it's so important to read. I think that also kind of tells you and shows you who, like, who am I dealing with here? Who am mm-hmm. I, even if you didn't catch it with your intuition or, mm-hmm. or with, you know, uh, relationships or whatever, it's so important to read it. Um, and if, and, 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 and if you can't understand it, bring it to an attorney, bring it to a legal professional, bring it to a professional. I mean, you know, somebody that needs to read it, don't sign it without reading it. Absolutely. And, and, and with that as well, um, if, because retainers, they are legal documents and there's going to be a lot of legalese in there. And when I say... What's legalese? When I say legalese, um, that's basically it's terminology. It's almost like speaking doctor code. <laughs> it's the language of it's the, the law. It's the language yes. of the law. And most people are not going to understand um, probably, I wouldn't say at least 30% of what's written in a, in a retainer unless they have some type of like prior legal right. experience or background or paralegal or, or whatnot. Um, but yes, yeah, so I absolutely, you know, take it to somebody, to um, you know, to another attorney or somebody who has some type of legal experience that can help interpret that for you because it is uh, very important um, and also it's it's I also think retainers are so, so important because they really set the like, expectations mm-hmm. they set the tone they set the tone they set the expectations for the representation right. and again like a representation can be two days right. or a representation go, can go for five years yeah and something that's in there today could affect you four years down the line so make sure to read it and, and also anticipate you know what kinds of things can happen here you know and just and, and a lot of times it'll be outlined in there anyway so it's just important it's important to 
to, to read it. And don't be afraid to have the attorney who wrote the fee agreement that you're entering that have them explain it to you. Yes. You know, I mean, they're there and, and that's going to really indicate what kind of relationship you're getting into. Will they take the time to explain and be open yes. and transparent? That's great. That's really great. Great insight and great advice, which is why we love you. <laughs> so um, with that, we are going to get out of here for a few minutes. So uh, you guys, if you could just uh, stay tuned. We've got some great juicy legal stuff coming up. We'll be back. Sound advice. Own your power radio. We'll see you in a few. This is Trisha Antonio-Smith with TJ Counseling and Social Services, and I love listening to Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Maxine, Chief Green Goddess of Swipes, Love, and Wipes, here on Own Your Power Radio. Hi, this is Dr. Sanjaya, author of the best-selling book, Sex in South Beach, and I love talking about sex on Own Your Power Radio. Lisa Ehrenreich and Andrea Stewart. And we are here from RKE Law Group. We're just uh, giving you guys the lowdown on some of the things um, that you should keep a lookout as far as hiring an attorney, working with an attorney, how to protect yourself, um, and all of that good stuff. So we're now up to the point where we're, we're so you, you're, uh, you're, you've hired this attorney. Um, so how do you keep that legal fee down? Can you tell us about your secret, Sandra, or what you would like to tell the listeners? Right. Well, we all know that, you know, hiring an attorney is not a real um, inexpensive um, endeavor. So you do want to know some of the things that you can do to try to keep those fees down. First of all, you should recognize that an attorney's fees are usually set. They may be um, um, located in your retainer agreement. But the paralegals who work very closely with the attorneys, uh, my paralegals know um, just about everything I'm doing during the week, uh, which cases I'm working on and everything, but they work at a different uh, fee, which is a lot less than the attorney. So if you're working on with someone and there is this, um, 
you're working on an hourly basis, that hourly retainer fee. You may want, you have some questions, you need them answered, you have every right to, you know, inquire with your attorney, but maybe perhaps you should first talk to the paralegal. A paralegal has a wealth of information that they can give you, and you won't be billed at the same price as what you would with the attorney. Why don't we give them an example of how how much yeah. less it really is? <laughs> exactly. and, and not only that, but just to remind everybody that, like, the paralegal, they're not going to be giving you the actual legal advice, yeah. though. But they give steps. But, but they, they can definitely give information. Exactly. Exactly. It's again. It's you want to go through some pricing, <laughs> like legal fees. Well, for instance, just an example, like with us, um, or with you know anybody in with certain. So a legal fee. What is it based on? It's based on um, how complex the the um, the cases or the the legal issue is. The experience of the attorney, um, meaning how many years they've been practicing in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how maybe how streamlined their processes are. Like there's certain little factors um, that that they that we can use in order to to basically come up with this fee. Um, basically, it can be anywhere from like $250 an hour. I've seen them at $1,000 an hour for mm-hmm. attorneys, which is, I think, pretty crazy and nuts, but I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then paralegals were usually a lot less than that. I've seen them at $75 an hour, $100 an hour, maybe like that, depending on um, on the paralegal, maybe the, if there's a certification or a specialist. But like the ladies are saying, I mean, they know, they know, they pretty much know everything. Um, what they <laughs> might not know is um, like, Lisa said the legal advice or maybe if there's a legal question that you have but if you're just calling for a status of your case or if you want to know what happened to that hearing or you want to know anything like that um, we typically as attorneys have um, and I can't speak for everybody but we typically have uh, you know like a file system where every all the notes are are, you know being held or there's a file that's been kept with all of the notes and the paralegal has most likely been working on your case this entire time so it's sometimes a good idea to, to, to speak with a paralegal. Right, you know? right. And, and not only that, but you can also, you know, again, like it's, if, if you just wanted to status, like what happened at a hearing, you could call, you could email your attorney or call your attorney and they're going to be billing you, at, say, $300 an hour, mm-hmm. even if it takes them 15 minutes to return like that email and type something out. Whereas, you know, you could call up, speak with the paralegal, speak with even the paralegal assistant right. that's familiar with the file, familiar with your case. I was doing all like the back behind the scenes legwork on that. And right. they, you know, you're going to end up saving yourself a lot of money. And, time. and they may even ask the attorney, even if, you know, even if the attorney doesn't speak to you directly, they'll, exactly. they'll maybe even ask the attorney behind the scenes and you won't get, you'll get charged for just the paralegal. Exactly. So. I have a lot of um, times during the day. Well, first of all, I'm at court a lot. Your attorneys usually are in and out and so on and so forth. So trying to get in touch with them, you know, uh, um, directly can somewhat uh, sometimes be hard because they're not always um, right there in the office. But the paralegal usually is going to be readily available to you. So you're going to spend, you're not going to get so frustrated with, yes. you know, your calls not being returned when you thought that they should have been and, and, and so on and so forth. But um, the other thing is that the par- my paralegals, they come to me and they let me know. Um, they are my right-hand women. Um, I couldn't do my job without them. Um, some of the most uh, intelligent, smart, um, know how to, how to take care of a problem um, women that, that work for us. Um, but they know. Um, they come to me when I come into the office and they say, hey, this came up. So, um, Mr. So-and-so had this issue, so on and so forth. And that gives me an opportunity to go and look at it. I can see what it is and everything, um, figure out what the issues are, what the problem And then I tell the paralegal, okay, let him know this. You know, um, as long as it's not legal advice or anything, but I can let them know, you know, this is what's going on. This is what will probably likely happen. And so and so forth. So you just saved yourself a whole lot of time. Not only that, but I've had an opportunity to really look into the issue. Um, so I'm going to give you a better answer. And, and it's just going to be relayed by my uh, paralegal, and it's going to cost you a lot less money. Um, another thing I think is really important is um, we, we are, we're really used to picking up that phone 
Um, but in today's technology, there's a great little tool called email, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I'm in court, an attorney's at court a lot and so on and so forth, you can, um, you may not get that phone call, may not go directly to them. You may have to wait a while. But email is great, you know, and it's not going to cost you as much money, you know, as talking to the attorney there. I can shoot you back an email, answer it, or even have one of my paralegals do so. And so um, that's a really great way to keep down the cost. And you may also um, get an answer faster. A lot faster. Yeah, because... Mm -hmm. You know, um, yeah, we just get an answer. Back. <laughs> and if and if you're and if you're if you're if you're actually contacting your lawyer that you that you've retained, um, or even you know like the paralegal that can bill out at seventy five or hundred dollars an hour, it's a lot less than the attorney, but still a significant amount of money mm -hmm. to most people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the, like one thing that we actually kind of encourage our clients to do is maybe do like a little bit of their own research. I'm not saying you know to just to, so they can kind of arm themselves right. with at least a frame of reference. That way um, they can speak cogently with their attorney or they can ask a question and um, you know instead of having like an hour conversation about something they can you know it can be 20 minutes yeah, and, exactly. and prepare your questions exactly going with that. can I go into the doctor yeah. exactly. you know, I, for me I go to the doctor I don't know about you guys but like if I'll, I'll get inside the room and I'll forget everything so I'll make like a little list yeah. with bullet points right. do that with your attorney right it makes so much um, difference for you to be prepared yourself you know an informed consumer is one of the best consumers yes. and like we're saying this is a business and you know when you if you call me as your attorney and I have to literally take you to law school you know in five minutes or so it's, it, it just can't happen so I need your questions to be very succinct otherwise I have to go back and explain listen uh, one of the attorneys at our office was laughing because uh, one of the clients called me and she heard me telling him about the Constitution she's like Andrea really did you take him back to the Constitution <laughs> <laughs> I had to get him to understand the contract clause <laughs> what's really going on but that was something that if you had done a little research a little Google about the mm -hmm. issue, you'll be able to find out a lot of things and answer and a, and be able to ask, you know, um, a real relevant question. And it's great for the relationship. It mm -hmm. really is. I mean, I honestly have no problem, you know, talking to anybody, you know, and informing anybody. But it's so empowering when you do know more about your situation. And this will help you with the hiring of an attorney as well. I think it's important just to know what's going on. What right. are my possibilities? What are my options? Because then if you meet somebody and it's stinks and it doesn't smell right, right, you know what? You've got a frame of reference. You've got a place a place you can come from versus nowhere. And it also, I think it provides, it gives you the power or at least hopefully like a frame of reference to know, um, you know, it, does my case really need, you know, uh, to to go to litigation. Is mm -hmm. it something I can settle outside of court? Mm -hmm. You know, that doesn't, you know, it's half the, half the price. Which is another reason why it's good to shop around because you get sort of, you, you get sort of, okay, plans. This is where I think you're, you should do with your case. This is what I think you should do with your case or not with your case or whatever. So you can see, all right, well, the last guy said I didn't have to go to litigation. So why do you want me to go to litigation? Maybe a money motivation? Maybe right. not. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's just important to, you know, arm yourself. There's all this information out there. Some, a lot of attorneys do free consultation. You know, there's Google. You've got. I mean, we're in an a the age of technology. Thank God. Mm -hmm. You know, so you've got you've got everything out there. And you know, if you're able to, hopefully, you have an attorney where that you've made a really good relationship at some point or another. Um, you could, you know, you, you maybe you could ask them as well. And another really good thing like that um, RKE has is that you may want to find people who have an attorney who has an alternate. Um, alternative uh, payment structure, mm -hmm. um, such as RKE. We, we really work with our clients. We recognize that a lot of our clients are dealing with difficult financial situations and bankruptcy and foreclosure. Um, bankruptcy is not one that we can necessarily 
um, work out a whole lot of different ways with you, but we can do flat fees sometimes. We can do payment uh, st- uh, plans for you. Um, we can do things other than just an hourly um, billing um, that can be quite costly. And so you want to see if an attorney is willing, do they have alternatives you know, for your, for your billing? Yeah, that's super duper important, especially with um, how the economy <clears throat> was and then on all the sort of the hardship that happened. And um, we, we certainly work with our clients and, um, and we do have like we have a we try to package things in a way that um, that will be more affordable and creates mm-hmm. more value. And, and there's an, another thing that we do that's also unique um, is we offer, um, we do like a recurring monthly, a very, very reduced amount recurring monthly retainer. And I think that I, I love being able to provide that for our clients mm-hmm. because to, for most people, especially with the economy in this day and age, if they don't have $10,000, you know, a lot of people that they can take and put down for a retainer for an attorney exactly. to bill no against. Way. So I'm in, in doing that, like I, I think our law firm provides, a, it's a very innovative, unique, new um, fee structure that really um, provides like the support and assistance that a lot of clients, um, you know, our, our clients need, and they appreciate it. Now, caveat to that though is I do like we're we're I mean you just the caveat with that is that if you do happen to go talk to an attorney or a law firm that does a recurring um, you know monthly retainer fee. Um, it's just to make sure that um, whenever you're working with them, like um, there's there's a pro and a con with that. Mm-hmm. The pro is that again, it helps people who are financially maybe don't have as much, you know, the, the a large sum of money to put down for like a huge retainer deposit. But at the same time, though, you also want to be on the lookout for the attorney that's not really doing like a lot of work on the file right. because then there there can also be a like a counter incentive for them to drag something out longer than it should. So it kind of goes hand in hand. You just really want to make sure you're working with an ethical attorney because that can happen. Bill- yeah, because that can happen. Like either with somebody doing billable hours and also can happen anywhere doing reoccurring. Exactly. So it's it can, any type of fee structure. And I know we've seen some 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 horror stories and um and and actually have had some horror stories ourselves with uh, with both attorneys and vendors. Do you guys want to talk about that? <laughs> I, I can talk about that. No, I, I, I will say it's just um you know and this is just going to um you know with vendors you have um, and this is just my relationship or you know, how I, my experience as a business business owner, owner, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just being an attorney. Um, But, you know, there's several things I've gone through and even as an attorney, I I signed them and, you know, later on they come back to kind of, um, oh, well, this this fee isn't hidden like this and this fee is like this Mm -hmm. and oh, it's just, I've I've had some pretty, pretty bad stories. You know, I want to name particular names. But it's crazy because all of this advice is actually uh, lessons that we've learned, you know, whether it was uh, certain types of, uh, you know, like a consultant or something, maybe, you know, the hourly fee issue of like, oh, well, you know, that's how much it's going to be. I didn't realize it was going to rack up that much, you know, Mm -hmm. because sometimes with the hourly billing, you're you're kind of, um, if maybe they, depends on who it is, um, they may be learning on your dime. You know, if they are making mistakes, or I mean, are, you know, those are kinds of questions you want to think about. Are they, are, you know, if am I going to have to pay for that if you don't know what this is? Is that, inc- you know, am I being charged for that, for the research time, for the learning time, that right. kind of thing? Um, another lesson that I can say that I've learned um, was just was just um, not that that frame of reference question. You know, not knowing you don't know what you don't know. I, I remember when we first had to hire, um, you know, an accountant or a CPA, and I think we did this a couple times before we finally were like, all right, we needed we need to do a little more research. Um, it's just you know asking professionals, what did you do in this situation? What did you you know or you know maybe going back to your inner circle, you know, did you ever hire an attorney here? Or, you know, what did you what did you do? Uh, what did you ask for? How did that work? You know, because or even just doing a little research, no. 
knowing even just basic, basic, basic stuff would have absolutely saved us probably thousands of dollars, you know, right, but because right. we went in there with just naive, you know, trusting kind of this, you know, just really didn't know what we didn't know and we got sw- swept up. And, and, and just bouncing off with a, a prior person, you know, prior consultant we've worked with is, and it, just going back to the point of reading a retainer, really understanding everything that's included in it, because um, especially if you are going to be doing some type of like a reoccurring monthly fee um, mm-hmm. or even doing, like even doing any type of uh, fee structure, if you yeah. really don't, to really understand what it is that you're bargaining for, what it, like what the, the services that you're paying for. Right. Um, and again, like this should, this should actually, for every attorney, this should be included inside of like the retainer. Um, but I, I don't think that some attorneys, you know, they, they necessarily include everything or they actually exclude some things. Same, that goes with business business owners as well, or just like termination, you know, how is how is this going to end? Is there, what's the exit plan here? If I don't like your services, what happens? Do I right. get my money back? Do I not get my money back? How does that whole thing work? Do you guys do refunds? Like, just think about the kind those kinds of things. That's the whole point of a contract. You know, mm-hmm. contracts are beautiful things. I love to draft them. Um, because it's it's sort of it's a it's a problem solver. You know, he puts it out in, in clear as day. Everybody, you know, it's like a, it's basically it, it's all there. You know, so but it's important to know and anticipate. Okay, what if this happens? What if I don't like this guy? What's going to happen? Am I going right. to be screwed? Am I going to have to? You know, you know, is he going to take all my money? Just it's just important to just think. What if? What if? What if? Right. Whenever you're dealing with something that's legal, or or you're doing something like you're saying in a business sense, and you're about to you know, invest uh, invest some money into it. You, you want to just make sure, I think the most important thing we've said here today about that is do your research. You know, um, go on out there. Um, information is just so uh, accessible. There's really no reason for you to walk into any situation without knowing some of the foundation of, of what's going to happen, some good questions to ask when you're trying to find out, you know, is this the right vendor, consumer, what's their reputation, um, you know, what kind of work do they do, can I trust them? It, all of that is out there, you know, um, and, and I just love this, this, new, this new age of uh, innovation, although I'm tech Tech. Horrible. <laughs> no, I don't even know I, the word for being tech horrible. Tech challenged. <laughs> I happen to be a little techie because I worked for Radio Shack for like 10 years or a very long time. So I'm a little nerdy in that sense. And I so I happen to, I was, you know, love it. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, but you know, it's the technology. Google is so easy to use, really. Right. Um, you know, and, and, and you might know somebody that might be better at it, you know, so that can just show you quickly. Um, but you're right. There is lots of information. There's so much information. And if I could, just that the whole point that um, our, our fee schedule uh, retainer and the, the way that we, we do all different types of payment plans for um, our clients, I think that really does reflect on our, our law firm, the fact that we really do go out of our way because we want to help. Um, we want to help consumers. Um, I think that's why um, your show last week when you talked about each of you and why you got into law um, and, and, and the things that really motivated you to get into law and how you were at a f- law firm that wasn't really, you know, f- feeding that, that, that desire of what you had in, in helping people. So you started your own law firm. And so, yeah, it goes even into your, your, your fee retainer that mm-hmm. it's more important to help than to be 
um, to give than to get. To get the money. Yep. You know? You know, that that's actually a great question. If you end up, if anybody, any of our listeners, you're looking out for an, an attorney, a question you can ask them is, why did you become a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it, honestly, like, I mean, I don't know, but I can just say we're very passionate people. Right. <laughs> and because we're passionate um, about the law and we're passionate about, you know, justice. what is the law? Exactly. It's justice. Right. Justice. It's, you know, um, helping, helping like the David and Goliath kind of thing. That's my, right. that's my, my thing. Um, but, you know, just like exactly justice, trying to do the right thing, trying to, you know, to, to be the protector, that trusted advisor, that advocate. I think one of the other things that um, is illustrated in our law firm that you can also ask people is, you know, who were your parents attorneys? When you talk about people losing their passion, some people are attorneys because it was just handed down to them. Mm. It was just really a rite of passage. It was just a matter of showing up and you were going to get it. I believe like the it's three. It's not easy. It's not easy. But the three partners in our firm, um, we're, we're, I know I'm the first attorney in my family. It meant a lot to my family. I, um, so I take care of it because it, it was a gift, you know, and the same thing with you, with you ladies, you know, and that we didn't just do this because, oh, it was just the family thing. It wasn't handed to us. It wasn't, we really had to work hard to get here, you know, and so look at the dynamics that are, you know, um, at the firm that you're going to, you know, are, are they three women who you can see, you know, there's probably going to be a little bit more sensitivity going on. Um, did they really have to work hard? Are they minorities? You know, are they people that, you know, really are are happy to be and, and appreciate um, the law? You know, um, I know we all are at our, at our firm. It's- <laughs> and, 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 you know, I just, Monica, you brought this up. So I just would like to share with our listeners. Um, so and I just I think it's important. I think it's. Uh, but why did you guys become attorneys? Hmm. Well, I became an attorney. Um, you know, I, I didn't realize it, but I've always had this passion for injustice, and I didn't know it until I actually became an attorney. I kind of stumbled upon the the legal in the whole and being becoming an attorney. I didn't plan on becoming an attorney. Um, I actually want, but however, midway, I would say, like uh, my first semester of law school, I worked for these two women. Um, and, uh, I was, uh, clerking with them and, um, and they just showed me this, um, like unbelievable world. I was like, wow, this is awesome. You mm-hmm. know, constitution, you know, human rights, like this is amazing, you know? And, and I, thankfully I had, um, just, you know, th- they were both, um, and I ended up working for one of them later, but just an unbelievable role models for me. So I'm, I was actually very lucky, um, you know, cause I worked through law school with her and after and out of law school and, um, and she just, She's just such an unbelievable woman and mother, and uh, mm-hmm. and she taught me so much. And she she taught me how to you know fake it till you make it, and mm-hmm. you know <laughs> to get over my fears and so forth. So, um, but she you know she had a big part in 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 my love for law because she she practiced it with with that passion, with that justice. You know, she she um, she did some really awesome stuff in uh, in her you know in her day in when she was uh, practicing in courts. You know, like as far as like cases and precedents and stuff like that. So she was it was pretty awesome. What about you, yeah, I, I think I was always, I may have been geared to be an attorney just because I like knowledge and I like to argue. But I believe I became an attorney because I wanted to give back. Um, it's a powerful place for a woman to be um, so I could support myself and set an example for my own daughter, um, for my kids, period, and to give a gift to my mom who um, was a teenage uh, parent with me and um, I just wanted her to know um, yeah the dreams that she had for a daughter could be recognized yeah that's beautiful (laughs) well looks like that's a wrap guys it was a great show
much Andrea for joining us oh, and, thank you for having and, you. and we I'm so happy we were able to enlighten uh, and demystify the uh, the fee agreement and the um, and just everything about um, well, the, the importance of exactly. really just knowing who you're hiring and um, making sure you do some like background you know arming yourself and that's that's really yeah that's, that's yeah. really it. it yeah I yeah. would say those are the main main points so um, for all of you listeners thanks again for tuning in this is Monica Reyes I'm Lisa Ehrenreich. And we're the women from Sound Advice, RKE Law Group. Uh, and uh, this radio show is on Own Your Power Radio. Please tune in on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a great night. <laughs>